Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Fleece tonight to talk about a jam-packed, stunning episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, how you doing? It's been a while, but we are back. The boys are back in it, town. How you doing? It's been so long, man. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, it's 2022. A happy new year to you. And to you, you as know? well. Happened season this last year. Man, know, what a time. It's been a whole what year, time. man. But, uh, <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm excited to talk about the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to mince any words. I just want to talk about the Royal Rumble. They they gave us a lot to talk about. Uh, most of the stuff we will be talking about tonight has to do with the Royal Rumble. Some stuff to talk about from the show, though. Um, but yeah, lots of stuff to look forward to already for the Rumble. Um, mostly good. One thing that I'm already kind of uh, fed up with. But otherwise, a very, a very buzzworthy, exciting show. Um, I guess I'll start with one of the better things that I liked, as Robert, we've been talking about for quite a while here. Uh, WWE's hottest uh, love triangle rages on here because we had Roman Reigns return on SmackDown less than one week after he tested positive for COVID-19. Make of that what you will. Um, and he uh, wanted to confront Brock Lesnar, who won the WWE title at day one on Saturday. Of course, they did not have their match at day one due to Reigns testing positive. Words were said. Reigns said he never wanted to see uh, Lesnar or Paul Heyman again. Of course, that prompted Lesnar and Heyman to come out. Heyman, uh, Lesnar mocked Heyman, or not mocked, parodied Heyman's classic intro, told Reigns to acknowledge him, and then he said, um, hey, let's give the people what they want, title versus title. And Reigns said, hey, it's a good idea. It's not my idea, though. We do things my way around here. And, and then he called Paul Heyman trash. And Paul Heyman, like a heartbroken ex-girlfriend, said, how can you say such a thing? After all I did for you, you see, cheat me like this. And Rain and hey, uh, Lesnar said, hey, shut up. You're being weird. And Reigns said, hey, don't talk to him like that. And uh, Heyman was still very emotional. It was very emotional, emotional situation there. And Reigns dropped Lesnar with Superman punch, getting a one-up on the Beast Incarnate, leaving us, uh, well, I guess in suspense to what we saw at the end of the night for Roman Reigns. But with this alone here, Robert, definitely a uh, an entertaining entertaining scene at the very least here to start off the show. Yeah, very entertaining. Brock Lesnar is, I will mince no words, Brock Lesnar is one of the best things WWE has going for it right now. That is not to say that I didn't like E as champion. It's just... They are so in need of stars that Brock Lesnar is like uh, he's Moby Dick in a kiddie pool, basically. Like Brock Lesnar is so far and away a star that it feels great to have him around and to have a belt on him. This is good. They need to merge those brands they need to merge those belts so that's the first time of like 10 that i'm gonna say this today because they did a lot of things tonight colin that were very much like we should just merge the brands and merge the belts and you know i'm not opposed to roman reigns brock lesnar headline mania if the it's not only is it winner take all but it's and the belts merge and the brands merge I would agree. I, I, that feels like the most likely direction at this point, uh, given the way this particular cookie has crumbled. Because um, if not, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. We, we talked about this when we last spoke, and a lot has changed since then. But what hasn't changed is the fact that it is pretty hard to 
uh, other otherwise here of, of uh, the WrestleMania card to think about anything that could be bigger than Reigns versus Lesnar in the first place. But how do you make that even bigger? Title versus title, or let alone title unification, and what that would possibly mean for the brand split, the brand, uh, you know, maybe unifying there. That feels like the best thing they could do at this point. Lesnar is a draw for ratings, for for I would uh, attendance, for just general buzz, and putting him in there with, with uh, Reigns at this point on the run that he's been on. That's a very very exciting thing. You know, on the flip side, there there are valid reasons for. Merging the brands here, Richard Reaver putting it, pointing it out. Of all the cuts they've made, less roster depth, you know, it makes logistical sense. National pointing out even more cuts this week, which have already kind of, in my mind, just I'm already just, you know, so flustered by everything that happened tonight. I've almost forgot about all the cuts we saw this week, but they those cuts do remain a factor. And then you also factor the, you know, obviously the, the COVID surge right now. I mean, been... hold on. Do the cuts remain a factor in this case? I love everyone that was cut. My heart goes out to them. Quite frankly, I think that they're going to be fine because Samoa Joe is going to be fine. William Regal's got, I'm sure, many jobs lined up for him. But in this case, they don't specifically pertain to the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania situation. I just more mean in general. I think you know what we were saying. You know, he's uh, they wouldn't he wouldn't be su uh, surprised if they unified the brands by WrestleMania. I don't know about that, but it's especially if we're thinking about um, you know this title versus title thing, and again, what that could mean kind of coming out of that. Richard elaborating, you know, maybe that they don't have enough big name stars to really support two proper shows, and uh, and as we currently see, Raw and SmackDown very much carried in some ways by those top level stars, Reigns. And in theory, Lesnar on separate shows right now. But now, of course, uh, Lesnar being a free agent, he's doing both shows. It is a valid Speaking point. of uh, main event people, let's just go right. Let's just, Colin, let's just jump into it. Okay. Why is Seth Rollins the man challenging Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble? Right off the bat, Tim Miranda saying, no one wants to see Seth get another title shot uh, before Mania. But he, but he is, he is facing Roman Reigns at the Rumble. So basically, Adam Pierce, uh, he delivered the news pretty early on in the show. He said, "Hey, Brock's defending the title. Roman's going to defend the title at Royal Rumble, uh, and he, as the WWE official, has been allowed to make the choice himself. He brainstormed with Sonya Deville, and he made us all wait in suspense for the end of the night. Very, very brief, brief cliffhanger after the the street fight tag team title match for the main event." Reigns is backstage because he blew off Pierce earlier, so he didn't care who he's facing. They're like, I've beat everybody. I'll beat whoever you throw my way. I've beat everybody, quote-unquote, on this roster. Wink, wink. And that set up the inevitable knock at his door. Steps through the door. It's Seth Rollins, Raw Superstar. We will have an interpromotional match at the Royal Rumble here. Rollins and Reigns, obviously. they're both interpromotional because Brock's a free agent? Yeah. I don't know. Well, but Maybe, this one definitely sure. it's Raw versus SmackDown on a night that's not Survivor Series. So Survivor Series is officially no longer the one night a year when the Brown Split no longer matters. Nonetheless, Rollins, Reigns, obviously lots of history. This, they were stalemates in the Shield. They came up together. They feuded after the Shield uh, you know, split apart. Very heated feud back then. They've been pretty much held apart in the, for the most part uh, in recent years. I remember we were talking about last year. It was like, oh, Reigns is a champion. Rollins is on SmackDown. Rollins is doing cool things. He's you know got the whole drip god thing going. Why not have a feud there? They they teased a little bit. Rollins was like on the periphery of a suit of Cesaro. They never pulled the trigger. Now they are. They but... were definitely going there. And I think they got derailed for God only knows a number of reasons, you know, like 
Plans change, pal. <laughs> that's so, that's what it's down to. They, they're going to get it, and it's going to be great. It's Rollins and Reigns. It's going to be fantastic. Doesn't mean it makes any sense. You know, it, it good doesn't. things are good, but good things are even better when they make when sense. they make sense. Yes, yes. Um, hey, I am I am a sucker for cliffhangers. I've made that no secret. Anytime you give me a little little nugget to kind of hold on to going into next week, I'm like, ooh, nice little thing to look forward to. Now the bummer is it's already January seventh. The Rumble is I think it's the last Saturday, so we've got three shows in theory. Yeah. So we got three shows in theory to really build us up. Unless Six, we... if you let Roman just go over to Raw. I would not mind at all. Friend of the show, Nessa pointed out that, yes, Roman is my man crush. So him being on both shows would be a very welcome thing for me, as it was. I think that was in October or so. He did, he did maybe sometime he did a couple, a couple of shows here and there on Raw. And I like it a lot. He props up any show that he's on. So that would be a good way to kind of... Um, you know, to, to to alleviate that of like you don't then you expand on having three shows. Maybe we do have him on Raw once or twice. Really build it up because they could easily tell a great story, even if it's a one show kind of thing, a transitional feud. Um, and that's the downside. It's like it, it's probably gonna be a great story. It's gonna be a great match, but I don't. I really don't see Seth Rollins winning. He can't be the guy that beats Roman Reigns, right? He can't. Well, no. Like the, the problem with Roman Reigns leading up to any show not named WrestleMania is, you know, he's not losing this time. It's like threefold because he's not going to lose to a raw guy and he's not going to lose to Rollins. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, that again, as we'll talk about in a minute, the world champion of another show is in the rumble. So who's to say they don't just Get Ambrose for a match and just a do a shield time, threat. It's a like, wild time. Can you and, you imagine that? Any other time oh you think, gosh. oh, I must be on something. I'm not on anything because the there's a champion from another show in the Royal Rumble. We're going to talk all about that. I just want to wrap up about Rollins here. Uh, Timmy Landis agreeing, yeah, it's going to be an easy win for Roman Reigns. Rollins will probably still be in the Rumble match, so that would make some sense to not have these guys go out there for like, you know, 20 minutes and just tear each other to pieces. Uh, Nasha pointing out, yeah, not who anybody expected to face Roman Reigns here. Uh, but given the fact so that who do you think it else, was? Who do you think was the knock at the door? I mean, I thought it'd be something lame like Adam Pierce being like, hey there, uh, he, he's your opponent for the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, wait till next week for more. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think it'd be Seth Rollins knocking on the door like Aleister Black kind of style. So like, I, I saw when, when he got the knock at the door. My initial, initial thought was it's going to be Woods. That was or, my first guess before that, yeah. Or they're putting him in the Rumble. Because there's precedent. They wouldn't do that with both Charlotte. We'll talk about the Roman's Rumble. Charlotte's but, in the Rumble. Why, um, why wouldn't they? They don't like because, getting, Well, okay, I can't say they don't, they don't like being redundant because they do that all the time. But usually on a card, they like to try and, like, you know, let's say they want to have Charlotte go all Brock Lesnar and, like, eliminate everybody, which they probably will. Um I don't know. I, I I didn't expect him to be in the, in the Rumble. I thought Woods would make sense or Kofi, but then they, they just got... Uh, when they got beat, I said, yeah. okay, it's not them. And yeah. then I thought, okay, maybe you'll announce he's in the Rumble. Or for five seconds, I thought, or maybe it's E. I did think maybe it's E because they need to desperately give E something because they took away the belt. But oh, Rollins was not again. what I was expecting. Arguably, I think it's cooler... Because 
you know, they got the history. Exactly. Even though Drip God Rollins isn't Architect Rollins, they have the history to make it fun. And Rollins, like, when he's not just being the the silly Drip God character, like when he when he shows that depth, as we saw in this in this Street of Edge, it is a really like in, engaging and compelling character that could really play off Reigns very well. Could play off that history. Uh, again, this is one of the things where it pretty much writes itself. They don't have to really try all that hard to make an exciting match ahead of time. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, another idea about who it could have been, which we were saying, maybe uh, maybe it could have been McIntyre. McIntyre got hurt, so he was kind of taken off the board there. Um, but yeah, so the Seth Rollins, like, that's that kind of divide of, like, he's got the drip god, like, you know, evil villain character was hysterical laugh, as Michael's saying. Um, and then they, there's that, there are layers to the character, and I, I like it a lot. Uh, Richard Weaver pointing out, as we definitely saw tonight, uh, Reigns getting cheered more and more. And for a brief second, I was like, what if they turn him face? Kind of coming out of day one, he got COVID, overcame it, came back, and I was facing Brock Lesnar, and I was defending Paul Heyman's honor. You know, I don't know, there's something there, but he's so damn good as a heel. I don't think that's the best way to go right now. I think they could continue to kind of play with those, the gray area of both guys. I think you Neither have one... less options if you turn him babyface. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? Put him against Corbin? <laughs> I mean, really, what are you going to do? Let's talk about Corbin. Like, let's let's That's save not, the women's rumble not. for the end. All right. Let's save all the right. women's rumble for the end. I mean, all Corbin. So Corbin had, you know, his his usual segment. Talk about um, the flaccid sword of Mad Cat Moss. Now, all right. I will talk. I will talk about how fantastic Pat McAfee is. At one point tonight, he said, um, like Roman didn't come down with COVID. COVID came down over. Uh, Roman didn't test positive for COVID. COVID tested positive for Roman Reigns. He referenced one of my all-time favorite movies, Dodgeball, Dodge, Duck, Dip, Dive, and Dodge. Then, yes, when Mad Cat Moss came out wielding this fake-ass sword, he said, ah, oh, there's Mad Cat Moss's flaccid sword. And then he called it a small blade. Wink, wink. Um, God, Pat McAfee is great. He makes anything better. <laughs> And I like him a lot. Back to Roman for one second. Michael's saying he's like the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell of WWE. When he goes down, <laughs> everything goes down with it. Little, little. Uh, Why does everybody uh, remember that? Like, I don't know. It's oh my gosh, it's so true though. Like the one thing anybody remembers from great the school. mitochondria being the powerhouse of the cell is like the only thing people remember from anything in science class. It's fantastic. I saw a very good shout from Michael there, but uh, for us, one second, but you know, going back and forth here, uh, Herman's saying we, you know, we're going to go all. I off think the Moose, and you know, Colin, that <laughs> I am a fan of one Moose, and I think Moose should be in the Royal Rumble. I mean, uh, I saw some buzz on Twitter, like after, well, again, we're going to talk about the Women's Rumble, lots of stuff to get into there. <laughs> Uh, then one brain said, Oh, I've beaten everyone on this roster. Naturally, it was like, Oh, are they gonna do you know someone else impact or how like the world could like turn on its head and they could bring in someone from AW? Like, you don't even know, Robert. You, you joked earlier, like, what if they got John Moxley back? Obviously, he's going through stuff right now, but you know, things are just so crazy I right mean, now. You know, when you when you when you go and you just see this women's rumble lineup, which we will get to. You'll understand why we're just like, oh, you can bring in anybody. But it's Seth Rollins, and I think it'll be great. But um, yeah, this Corbin stuff, I it is probably if I'm if I'm like trying to think on the spot, I struggle to think of a thing something I dislike more on WTV every week. Um, Corbin and, and Madcap Moss, 
Granted, again, not Pat McAfee, the flaccid sword. That answer would change if Moose was on WWE TV every week. <laughs> oh, Moose. But um, I don't know, man. McIntyre got hurt, so now this is just they're just kind of like in limbo. They, ironically, it made a lot of sense to him to face the Viking Raiders because McIntyre, like Raiders, it makes sense. Um, but I don't know where this is going. Uh, Madcap was impersonating uh, McIntyre and doing a fake Scottish accent, talking about he, how he could compete tomorrow, but he's not going to, and making fun of him, all these things. And ah, it's just the lame jokes, and ah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Yeah. They, beat, they, beat, they beat the Viking Raiders, a team that could and should be challenging for the SmackDown Tag Team titles, but it shouldn't be surprising Why? to see it shouldn't be surprising to see legitimate contenders get pinned because that's what happened to Sami Zayn tonight. So there you go. Hold on. Why should they do the Viking Raiders? Because there's nobody else, Robert. Well, that's a terrible else. answer. That is a well, terrible answer. Well, that's the true answer, answer isn't it? Hey, I'm I, not I, wrong. I, like, I, I, it's, that's bad, but like, I, they don't want, like, who? Los Lotharios? Then, like, a heel versus heel kind of thing? I think that they're great. You know, I, listen, there's no, there's no other tag teams. It'll no. probably be Viking Raiders at Chamber. And this is why they should unify the brands. And there you go, full circle, right? And there we go again. That's that's what it done. Two, three. We'll get there. We haven't talked about this freaking rumble yet. Yeah. Um, really, was there anything else on the show? Only other thing was Sami Zayn losing. I, I, and Charlotte. Okay, Charlotte part of the rumble thing there, but Sami Zayn getting pinned. Did Robert? Did you know? Did you know the intercontinental the intercontinental championship, the prestigious title held by some of the greatest in the industry? Still exists, just in case anybody forgot. Like it's it's still out there, still uh, on TV, not really being uh, featured in any, any meaningful capacity. But hey, Rick Boogs won a match, so that's good. Hooray! <laughs> this I think like not Boogs uh, specifically, but the lack of just any significance for the IC title is another one. Because at least Damian Priest is horrible as his gimmick is. Is, is in a storyline, defending the title, actually wrestling himself. You've got Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the best wrestlers probably on, on their roster right now as a, as a cheerleader, as a guy who's just like out there standing on doing nothing, at least on TV. And it's mind-boggling. It's like him yeah. and him and same thing. They have history, could be a good feud, and do this. And Johnny Knoxville comes out and, and quote-unquote eliminates Sammy from the ring after the match, after he already lost, kick him on his down. By the way, Giant Oxville is in the Rumble. So they said that about five times, but you know, just in case you didn't know, because they Giant was so weird. he 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 they shared the video. I think it was at day one where he he declared his intent, and they I think they referenced it on Raw. They probably showed it on Raw, but this was it was not officially official until now. So they made it, uh, you know, a, a, a known thing that yes, he was qualified, officially qualified for the match. It doesn't matter. His movie, the new Jackass, is coming out. February 4th, just after the Rumble. Darby Allen will be in that movie, supposedly. There you go. A little more WWE crossover uh, with other companies here. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. Um, All right. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about some fun, man. Or, okay. Mixed feelings. Mixed feelings. So, out of the blue, Charlotte Flair comes out to the ring, presumably to brag about how she's the greatest. She gives a very similar promo that Becky Lynch gave on Raw about, hey, all you losers with New Year's resolutions about losing weight and whatever else like you know doesn't compare to my 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 resolution about making history this year and how is she gonna make history actually she she delayed the announcement but she was saying she's in the history of reaching new heights of 2022 out of the blue 
And Charlotte Flair does the classic, you know, cue to the video package. And WWE just mass and mass, you know, announces the entire, well, seemingly the entire lineup for the women's Royal Rumble match, completely eliminating any and all, uh, you know, of the fun surprises that we all come to, have come to know and love and expect and wait for at the Rumble match. This video package was just a, a barrage of, um, of shocking good. things. Mickey James, the reigning impact uh, knockouts champion will be in there that's the for me that i guess that's the biggest one talk about that you got the bella twins robert we were talking last year about oh it'd be cool to have the bella twins back hall of famers they're back they haven't wrestled since 2018 lita michelle mccool kelly kelly um more than i'm probably even like i'm probably not even thinking of them all right now would just say a whole uh murderer's row of, of talent in this world uh, women's world one match lots of fun surprises but yes the big one mickey james less than one year after she got released and sent her belongings in a trash bag by this ridiculous all right let's 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 play around with this first of all outside of mickey james who is the reigning defending impact knockouts world champion who is an nwa consultant who of the announced surprises excites you the most who other than her yeah hey man i'm i'm a i'm a mark for kelly kelly all right when i when i was first getting into wrestling like she was i was not like right away but like 20 2011 or so like that was my peak you know the the, the rider revolution year like and kelly kelly was right there doing great right. things you know i i like her a lot i think she's very talented she's been on, she was in the rumble last year so it wasn't like surprising good to see lita back and same thing with kelly kelly michelle mccool she was a champion when I first started watching. So that's a fun nostalgia thing for me. Um, I the, okay. Here's the thing, right? I want to hear all who else you're excited for. But with Mickey James, I want to be excited, and I am. I want to be all like, you know, oh my gosh, this is the greatest thing ever. I just don't. I don't. I, I guess I don't trust WWE to like do anything. With not it. eliminate her. Yeah, by... to, I, guess, I don't trust them to do right by her. That's that's what I'll say. To not and, eliminate by putting her in a trash bag. Perhaps, maybe. Could you imagine, man? <laughs> oh my gosh! As for the record, I don't think that they'll do that. But I saw a lot of like instant. Oh, so are they gonna eliminate her with a trash bag? It's like, no, I don't think she would come back and agree to do that. I'm just shocked she came back in the first place. She's doing great things in Impact Not and surprise. in the she was never like she never really had beef with the company. They sent her stuff in a trash bag. They've Robert. been doing That's that for beef. ten years. They sent Kelly her stuff in a trash. That's just like their their generic like, hey, this is what we can fit the most stuff in, and you left all the stuff. You're gonna tell me, Robert, that it's not a a huge slap in the face. It to is. Get like that. It is. For Mickey James, but I'm saying. Former champion, veteran, former like top star for them. For it the is. I'm just up. saying that I I think that she will be able to get over that because think about the barrier she's breaking. She's the Impact Knockouts champion in the Royal Rumble. But that's the thing, Robert. Like I want it to be a broken barrier. I want it to be WWE getting in on all the Forbidden Door fun. But I don't think it is as much as I want it to be. WWE can't. Like I, this company, like the way they've run things lately, they don't, 
they, they can't get out of their own way. Like as soon as somebody like even remotely pokes up one particular individual's ego in the wrong way, it's over. We're back well, to isolationists and not. I have I have faith in Mickey in the Rumble, and I think it's really cool as the Knockouts champions in the Rumble. It is. I've said this. I don't want it to be Mickey's spot. I want it to be the champion spot. And then I want Deanna to win. And then I want Deanna to win the Rumble. I, I think Deanna Peraza is the greatest women's wrestler going today. And I think she should get a chance to headline Mania, but maybe someday. Maybe someday. You know? I think great? the Bella Twins are absolutely winning the tag titles at WrestleMania. Now that they're cleared, and it's, it's clear that they're cleared because they're wrestling. Right. They're winning the tag titles at WrestleMania. That's a shame because they should have won it from the Iconics. Right, right. But, you know, Carmella and Zelina, I think, could have a lot of fun with this. Uh, There's 11. There's nobody else. So, yeah, there are two spots left, you said? There's 11. 11? See, they they announced, like, in the the video package as if it's, like, the whole whole match. But no, they They announced 19. Okay. There's 11 spots left. We don't have Sasha yet. Bliss has to be announced. Bliss has to be. Yes, please. The other two that don't win the match against Becky. And maybe Becky. Like, uh, Charlotte's in the match. Correct. By the way, Charlotte's in the match. You know what that means? Charlotte stands a chance of winning the Royal Rumble while champion. I honestly think they might do that. Because like, it's Charlotte and Becky at the Rumble at Mania. Because she, again, she, you can you imagine? Oh man! But I, the way, not I'm not trying to like dump on her, but like it kind of felt like she overshadowed the announcement a bit, where she was like, "Okay, all these people, oh, but I'm in too, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna win." And then you know, Naomi came out and all that stuff. But I feel like there's a there's a decent to good chance that they actually might do that, but to give her yet another accolade. To have her be like, oh, she won the Rumble. For the first time ever. Tell me you can't hear Michael Cole saying, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, somebody has won the Royal Rumble while being a champion, which means that she can now just decide what the hell she wants to do. Something she may not want to do and what might maybe require a nice surprise entry is face Bailey. Now, she's pointing out Bailey could come back from injury. Bailey's my pick to win it until I see otherwise. I would say Charlotte Bailey or bust at this point. Like otherwise, I don't know. Well, no, Sasha too. Sasha. So like, Sasha hasn't won the Royal Rumble. Fair. And she needs to do that to get everything. She needs to do everything. So I have to go for the Rumble. So I like Bliss not... to win. I like Bliss to win. That'd be fun. But I, I don't. I don't. look. Here's. You know how Bliss wins. We all win <laughs> if Bliss just says, "I'm not doing the fiend thing anymore." We're good. I'm just the goddess. You know, like that's, we all win in that case. I think we're going to get something different on Monday. I'm very, very excited. I talked about this on the Raw show. I'm very excited to have Alexa Bliss back on WTV doing good things. I don't think she'll be doing the theme thing. Like I, I got that impression right away from the the little tease we got on Monday. Uh, we'll see what it, maybe a little more specific tease this coming Monday with her quote unquote journey back to WWE. I have to think it's something different, but uh, yeah, Nasha pointed out she's been predicting Bailey at least since December. That's been kind of a, a pretty fair prediction for 
I would say the second she went down with an injury in July, you're like, oh, she she could come back and come and win the Rumble because that you know the timeline would roughly. The idea of her just entering, I've always wanted someone to do this, right? Everybody's eliminated except for number thirty, and then number thirty just enters the ring and wins the match. Like Bailey saying "ding dong hello" and just walking into the ring, and I have won the match by doing nothing is a pretty fun way to do it. Like it. And I think there, there's a lot of fun to be had here. One person we didn't talk about, got to put some respect on her name, the legend Summer Ray. Oh, making my gosh, her Royal Rumble debut. Ray. Oh, my God. The, the crypto queen. <laughs> okay. Like she is, is uh, on like the board of directors for a cryptocurrency company, and she's just going to take bumps for the hell of it. All right. Respect. Respect to Summer Good for her. I'm excited to see a bunch of the, these uh, nostalgic things. I hope they actually give us surprises for the men's match. If they do the same crap with a men's match, I'm be very Oh, they're not going to do that. Because, like, who, who would genuinely surprise you for the men? They can put Brown Breaker in there. Ah, I can see that. Oh, okay. They can put Chompa in one there other... unless he's just leaving. One other pick for the woman. Remains one to be pick, seen. One other pick, at least for the for the a spot in the women's rumble. Definitely, I would say Raquel Gonzalez. I think she's coming up very. Oh, uh, she's got a good. I know somebody who's like that's his pick to win. Yeah, I've got to think she'll have like a, a Ray, Ray Ripley kind of performance from last year. Just really impress, go on to do good things. Um, for the men, Braun Breaker wouldn't like surprise surprise me. He's clearly on the fast track. Um, Grayson Waller's clearly on the fast track. Yeah. Omos should just eliminate everybody because he's everybody. seven foot tall and you can't teach that. I've been told that. Other than, other than that, like, other than the that. Moose. I'm... Like, well, we got the Impact Women's Champion, right? Moose. Or, or better yet, Impact World Champion, which I hope we're saying tomorrow, Matt Cardona. Zack Ryder should be in the Royal Rumble as the Impact World Champion. Man, if if Matt Cardona wins tomorrow, to impact hard to kill. Who's the third guy? Is it? Is it actually? I just made the joke about being so tall. Yeah. It's it's big gas. Yep. There, there you go. I, Brian's I'm... just doing things crazy. Maybe just let 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 Brian run around in a row. Rumble. I thought He's that doing for everything a second. Else. Someone pointed out in the comments earlier. Obviously, Brie Bella in the Rumble. Brie Bella is in the Rumble. Brian Danielson, Fred and Door coming back home. Even for a day, hmm. don't see that happening. But you never no, know. No, I don't see that happening time. at all. Just CM like, Punk. Hey, let's let's get crazy. Let's get like, let's get look, weird. The door is open for so, for so many. I mean, honest to God, EC three. Oh, he wouldn't do it. But I mean, doors open. Hey, hey, Veer's I coming. had said Braun Strowman would be. Uh, I, I do expect Veer to come in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had said uh, Braun Strowman. <laughs> Don't laugh at Veer. Veer is coming. He's, Veer. he's look. Listen, it's a it's a it's a marathon. Okay, it's not a sprint. He's coming as fast as he can. Robert, oh, Veer is the like one of the best things about WWE right now. It just it gives me so much joy. He just he's just coming all the time. It's it's such yeah, a he really thing. is. He's. He's consistently coming, is what Veer is doing. <laughs> oh, see, I was talking about on Raw. Like, you have to, you have to have fun with the stuff, whether they want you to or not. Like, you just have to like 
to just latch on to any little thing you can because otherwise it's a lot of bad so anytime if you even a little little you know moment of joy you gotta you gotta write it out but hey maybe and that's just maybe Veer will still be coming next year i'll come a whole year full of viewers you know i mean by the way royal rumble braun Strowman to me when he got released last year i had said he'll be back by the rumble then he showed up at ring of honor so now you know who knows I the funniest thing to me anytime I play TEW, it's a wrestling simulator. First week, WWE always resigns him, which is the funniest thing to me. So like, I I I have to think he'll be back at some point. Like, it's probably, I don't know where else he would go. You know, if he wants to keep wrestling, obviously. Like, I it's Ray just, Wyatt. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't know about him. Like, they, 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 they these are worthwhile guesses because these people have done next to nothing. Outside of WWE, Gray's working on a movie. He's he's living his best life. He's taking some yeah. time. He's earned it. John Cena Wrong. works on movies all the time. He comes back. He does things. It's fair. Peacemaker in a week. There you go. It's gonna be great. I was I thought about this the other day. Yeah, I just I totally forgot about the fact that John Cena was back for like a month, and now we're so far removed from it again. It's like I miss the man. Oh no, yeah. simple, simple. Hey, times. you know what's the last thing John Cena had happen to him? Got beat by Roman. And what happened to him? Attacked by Brock. Who are the champions right now? Roman and Brock. Huh? Ooh. Huh? Ooh. Nash is connecting the dots there. Maybe huh? we got some John Cena in action. Cena's got some uh, some history to be made. If he wins, cool. he's number. Yeah, he ties Austin. Mm. Who, by the way, is rumored to be at WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know. Like, cool, but like, what's he going to do? Like, you know? gonna stop is that a serious question no like we know what he's gonna do but like what's he gonna do so what <laughs> and like people are freaking out like he's gonna be wrestlemania it's in texas of course he's he gonna stun austin theory and he's gonna stun vince for the last time you know that right that's gotta they, be what he does they should have done that with kevin owens but they didn't thank goodness he, kevin owens is staying so that he can still like he can you know do stuff maybe but... he stuns well actually owens is a heel isn't he Yep, there you go. Okay, maybe, maybe not. Some there, the battle of the stunner. Hmm. Lots of fun stuff could be in the pipeline here. I don't know, but in terms of like, I, I, we we saw some absolute shockers with the women's rumble here. I don't know who who would actually like realistically, who who would be a, you know, a solid pick for the men's rumble. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything as crazy as Mickey James. I, I'm I'm setting my bar very very low, as I do. But I would love to be surprised. That'd be fun. Herman Dakar picking Austin, Austin Theory. Speaking of Austin, Austin Theory all the way to win the Rumble. He's calling it right now. Could happen. Could happen. Vince McMahon's pet project. You know, you never know. Yeah, well, I uh, mean, it's really possible that Austin Theory wins the Rumble. I don't think it happens. You never know. I think Vince is going to make him number one just to screw with him. Because, you know, always expect the unexpected. He's probably like, ah, Vince loves me. I'll be number 30 and he's number one. Yeah, I could see either. I, I could see uh, Vince trying to give him a one-up and everyone. Now, for saying Kevin Owens can win the men's. Yeah. Be, yes, like but it's like, does it matter? That's, that's a rough question, I know. But, like, we really got to think about this. That was another one, right? Regardless of who wins, do they actually stand any chance of beating? Of beating either Roman or either Brock. And then you have to wonder if they do the title versus title thing, um, 
Is that a WrestleMania match? Oh, X-Pac. Is it, is it a Saudi Arabia match? X-Pac's going to be in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, that's happening. All right. Um, cool. Not a fun nostalgic well, one. Well, 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 I will not have this disrespect of Sean Walton. Uh, eh, he's cool. a legend. Well, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. It'll be fun. He's been out. Of, he's been injured and, and you know out of action for a couple of years now. And it'll be cool to have X-Pac or Sean Walton or Six-Pac or Six or whatever you want to call him. One, two, three, kid. Whatever he winds up coming out as. We saw Kevin Nash about his diesel the one year. You never know what's going to happen. It'll be cool. Again, it's like, all right, have fun. Um, and yeah, like, I don't think we're going to get like edge like that. Like that level no. of surprise. The bar that is very unreal. Uh, another pick from Scott Joyce. Lesnar one challenge Roman after Roman Costum versus Lashley. That was a pick, uh, at least a little bit on the on the raw side of things on the raw show. But why yeah. though? But why though? Like, yeah, you know, Colin. Yeah, that looks. Yeah. That, that's that's a believable finish to the pay-per-view would upset a lot of folks what what if we get uh some you know i Lesnar just deciding to you know have some fun and, and cost roman and then rollins gets the title and roman feuds with Lesnar. like there's a, a couple of fun um paths forward here i i don't think i know it's not gonna happen so I'm, I'm, I'm i can't i can't like i, I can like a little bit but Roman's not with him. That's vulnerable. I, I, just, I don't see it. They've put themselves into a corner of like, who could possibly even beat Roman at this point, other than Brock? And even if it's Brock, I don't know if that's... Who beats Brock? Right. At least Brock's more beatable in a way, because Drew McIntyre did it, so like you can kind of get there. But Roman is seemingly just unstoppable. So it's an, it's an interesting time. Of all these things we said, Robert, you know, we got the, the shocker of the, the women's rumble tonight. We got Rollins and Reigns with a little cliffhanger. Whole bunch of other stuff that was uh, not so good, but otherwise, Reigns, Lesnar, and Heyman, the, the love triangle continues. So all in all, not, not a bad show, but uh, all things considered here, this was the first official SmackDown of 2022. So what did you think about the new year beginning here for the Blue brand? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I'll give it a seven. I, I liked it. I'm very excited for the Royal Rumble now. Um, what about you, buddy? I'll go for a seven. Heavily propped up by stuff I did like. Trying not to knock over stuff I didn't like. Anytime we got Roman and Brock and Paul Heyman, it's pretty much an automatic, like, at least 6.5. I'll give it another boost for the Rumble stuff. And the, 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 the Street Fight Tag Title match. Luso's retained over the New Day yet again. Good, very good match. Can't complain, but... It was, it was pretty good. Not a bad show. And I just think it was decent with 7.5. More of the 6.4. Uh, we were talking about the Rumble, but we I didn't mean to skate over it. Michael is asking us to talk about it, so we have to at least yeah, it. Yeah, so, I think we could talk about the releases. Yeah, so obviously, yet again, Robert, the, it's not funny, but these releases almost always happen on the day that I'm off. So I'm just watching the carnage. Yeah, I, I think it's steadily on Thursday now. Yeah. And that just seems very odd to me. Herman with another 7.5 for the show. So I don't have the list right in front of me, but the, the biggest I'll one, give you, I'll give you the major names. So, like, it was an NXT overhaul. So there was Road Dog. There was... William Regal. Uh, well, we'll get there. I was saving him for the <laughs> end because he, he's the guy. Give it away. Allison Danger, Kathy Carino, um, Ryan Katz, Gabe Sapolsky, which is crazy. Uh... William Regal, let's talk about him. Best general manager, best talent time. scout, 
I don't know how the hell you let this man go elsewhere, but I have a feeling Lord Stephen Regal will be very, very, very well taken care of, even if he's just a talent scout for any company in the world could use William Regal. Uh, and... I'm, biased. I'm biased. I hope he goes to AEW because not that they need more talent, just in terms of how that, that no, as a scout. Like, I think you can argue that the addition of WWF guys was the downfall of Nitro, right? But like, for sure. I think there's a there's a certain like swagger to it. There's a certain like, I got you. I got your entire undisputed era. I've got Joe. I've got Regal. Like, he need, Tony Khan needs to sign the major pillars of NXT just to be like, I this won. was <laughs> just what you were putting against us. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what he's doing, and it's fantastic. It's the so, funniest thing. And that's what I think about Regal, and I think he should just scream blood and guts whenever that matches. Let's do it. Um, and it. I think uh, Smojo, like, how could you let him go? This company, like, man. he's gonna be wrestling Brian Danielson in like three months, and it's gonna be great. They've got a double or nothing, uh, what do you call that, casino battle royale. If he's not the Joker, I don't know what we're doing here. You know, like, Slow Joe is going to walk right into AEW, crack some skulls again like it's, you know, 2006 or whatever. I don't care because he's great. Because Joe is great. Joe is believable. Joe is professional wrestling, and he cannot be stopped. I was about as giddy as Matt Stryker at the 2011 Royal Rumble <laughs> when they released Samoa Joe because that means Joe's going to wrestle again. Uh, also, I don't want to skip over them. Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch, and Hachiman. Yep. Uh, Diamond Mine, I don't know how I feel about Diamond Mine right now because... Uh, there is no Diamond Mine. It's, it's Roderick Strong, the Creed Brothers. Well, okay, there, there is. Uh, there, okay. There's Diamond Mine. It's not like when they released Tyler Rust and it was just three of them. But, uh, know. you know, uh, Roderick lost the belt. So, uh, who knows? Roderick is a Triple H guy. So, uh, who knows? All these people were Triple H guys. But I think, I think it's worth me. saying that if you were to let go of, uh, of Roddy, he'd be dumb. Because Roddy will walk right on to another television show with the other three guys. But at this point, that's all I want, Robert. That's all yeah. I need. Just like, but let him well, be free. Yeah. They're not going to use him. They're just going to keep him prisoner for who he, like, the rest, the well, rest we'll of the time. We'll see. Maybe they decide to use him. Maybe they're like, you know what? Braun Breaker needs a, needs a guy to throw around. Roger can get thrown around. Once. Roger can one. throw people around. Man, this every round of these releases, um, dating back to for me, especially June, the June one is one I, I pinpoint. Alistair Black, uh, before that, Andrade, that was another one that was a little different, but Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, that one really got me because like some of my very favorite guys getting released, and then obviously the just horrible rounds in uh, November. Uh, November was rough. November uh, Bray was Wyatt bad. really got me. I, Bray, I think like oh. Bray for me was like, okay, we're just we're just getting rid of everybody. So, and now this, for me especially, uh, and this one in a different way, I talk about it, I've talked about it for months on the NXT show, I am a huge fan of the black and gold era, so the back-to-back combo of seeing Braun Breaker kick the living crap out of the NXT logo, and then the next day, 
Robert. They released they released Dog and others, and then I think Regal was the following day. And like Regal, um, Regal was big because Regal was the voice of NXT, and it it just sucks. It's horrible. Like they just, they, I loved NXT as it was so much, and now and it became such a great thing, and they've intentionally pivoted away, erased it, stomped on it, destroyed it. Um, again, all these Regal, Road Dog, especially obviously, a lot of these people that got released this week were Triple H guys, the people that were Triple H's team or people that he really um, spotlighted or, or you know built XT with. He, he Smojo was his guy, you know, on on screen as a champion, behind the scenes as, as one part of the scouting team. It is very very upsetting. Now it's just saying Regal was NXT. Um, it's really you no know one. Like, no, he wasn't. You know why? Because we are NXT. All right. So are you. <laughs> but Michael saying Timothy and Raw Dog hurt him the most. Triple H should even come back. I remain very curious what the future holds for Triple H. I don't know what he's going to do. He appeared on TV for an interview the other day outside of WWE talking about the the NIL program. The NIL thing, yeah. But yeah, Jason saying Regal was an original NXT guy. So this very, very, very much was. Uh, as if we hadn't already seen it, a very firm, um, you know. Yeah, they don't they don't trust Triple H, and I think that that's a damn shame. It's really sad, um, man. It's depressing. Uh, Robert, you mentioned a minute ago, most of these people will be totally fine. Regal, has, you, if you logged on Twitter for like five seconds after Regal got released, the whole wrestling world united and said, "This man is incredible, beautiful mind." Yeah, I mean, Johnny, Tommaso, Dakota, Edge, Banks, Owens, Bailey. Like, everybody loves William Regal. So that's why that wouldn't hurt, but he'll be just fine. He'll be just fine. 21 years, that's just saying. 21 years with the company. I think he was with the company. uh, How old are you? (laughs) How old are you? 23. You don't know how old you are? No, I don't. That's the funny thing. All right, so he was with WWE for basically as long as you've been alive. He was with them for 21, you're 23. That's really all you need to know. There you go, folks. It's just crazy, man. And I I fear for um, the future of NXT. Not not being dramatic, they've, they're they're doing the 2.0 thing. It's fine. There there are plenty of good things about it. It's not the NXT that I loved, and I've come to accept that. I told John on the NXT show this week. I still like NXT a lot when it focuses on the wrestling and the, the few cases that it does, but it's not it's not the way it was. And now with this, especially symbolically, it's not the way it was. But Winrig will be fine. Other many of these other other of these people will be fine. Effie will the, be fine. That's another show. Talk about that another show. It'll be. It's just the nature of the business here. Don't gotta like it. Gotta try and roll it as best we can. But it makes it hard to uh, to enjoy the things here. On top of everything else, uh, inside the wrestling world, outside the wrestling world, it's uh, a very um, chaotic time. But regardless, we are here, schedule permitting. Robert and I are here on Fridays to talk about SmackDown. Aren't aren't always able to do so. You know, schedules get in the way. I try to cover GCW to kind of shake it up, and they're always doing Friday shows and batches here and there. So we do our best to do, get together when we can. But otherwise, John and I are here on Monday to talk about, uh, about Monday Night Raw, and Tuesday is about NXT. The two Diamond Dudes on the Rampage cover all things AEW. If, uh, if you, like me, have a slightly 
uh, jump ship and and uh, start to enjoy AW a heck of a lot more than um, this, this side of things because they've ta- they've just chopped up the NXT roster. It's a, it's a very much cause and effect thing here. So there you go. But if not, we're here for all the W stuff as well. In other words, we've got a great great stream of interviews, interviews constantly coming at you guys. Bill Perchard recently interviewed uh, Mark Henry. I interviewed Matt Cardona, the Deathmatch King, the internet champion, the man who will be challenging for the Impact title tomorrow, Saturday, Jan- uh, January 8th, at Impact Hard to Kill. I am rooting for him so very much. I hope to see him win. But if, I'm, I'm still a fan either way. So make sure to check that one out. Lots of good stuff. It was honestly my favorite new interview I've ever done. He, he has so many good quotes. He, he calls himself the cockroach of the wrestling business, you know, 11 years on from his Rider Revolution. Run. I don't know if that's necessarily, I wouldn't ascribe that to him, but he's more than. That's what he called himself. That's what he called himself, Robert. You know, I, I think quote. it's fair. I think it's Direct absolutely quote. fair. He's always ready and he's always going to keep on pushing and striving for new heights. And that's exactly he really, what he's done. if he's going to call himself that, he should really win that impact title. <laughs> I, I hope so, man. There, there's, there's something. There's a correlation there. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, he should win the impact title. There would, I can't say there'd be nobody happier, but few people will be happier than me to see that happen tomorrow. I'll have full coverage of Impact Hardy Kill on Saturday. Otherwise, we keep rolling on here. As I said. Pretty much a show most days of the week in some way, shape, or form, and interviews as well. Lots of good stuff coming to you guys. Make sure to leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you. And as I once again do, we are very firmly now back at a time when the world is a terrifying place. So I want to take a moment just to say I appreciate you all so much. We would not be here if not for you all, for you know your support, for listening to us ramble on for almost an hour tonight to talk about the wild, wacky world of wrestling that remains unpredictable and weird, but we love it as much as it can be hard to do so sometimes. So that being said, Robert, we try to do one thing above all is your else's own at a time, whether the show's good or bad or anywhere in between, no matter what's happening out in the real world. We come here trying to do one thing above, above all others, and can you tell me what that is? Enjoy wrestling. Indeed. Thanks for listening, everybody.